Look what money has done to you. Look what money has done to us. I'm dead because of you. No, you're alive. Yeah. You're just a torso and head. <laughs> you're alive. I'm still dead because of you. What do I do <laughs> with a torso and a head? You go, boing, 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 <laughs> yeah, boing, just, boing, boing. Now one of my uh, Larry the Cucumber from uh, VeggieTales? Yeah. Yes, pretty much. Well, it's only fitting that we have Larry the Cucumber and Aaron Johnson with me today. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I am Aaron Johnson. How, how's it going, Larry? It's going pretty good. Oh, that's what Larry sounds like? It, I don't know. I, I in, <laughs> in Josh's head, that's what Larry the Cucumber sounds like. Well, Josh hasn't listened to Larry the Cucumber in 10 years, maybe? I don't know. No, it's not been that long. Really? I can guarantee you it has not been that long. Yeah. I don't remember the last time we went over to your house in our pajamas and we watched Veggie Tales. I don't remember. What, wasn't ever that two doing nights that. ago that you two did that? <laughs> I love how Paul just jumps in and Aaron's like, crap, <laughs> you figured us out. Oh, no, it's not hard to figure out. We <laughs> Trust me. There's many things that are not hard, not hard to figure out. And that one is one of those things. But welcome to another episode of User Words Podcast. Again, joined by Larry the Cucumber, a.k.a. Josh, a.k.a. Bouncing Head and Torso with Aaron Johnson as well. Yep. In the usual configuration of left and right. I thought about switching it up because this thing this tv thing here was invading my space yeah but i was like nah i ain't letting that stop me really okay so you i know, sat in my normal you spot. conquered your fears of the tv yes i get uh, well or is insecurity in, of the tv why am i insecure <sighs> regardless of the fact this <laughs> conversation just <laughs> throwing this out there now this this yeah. conversation is not going to be necessarily explicit but maybe not suitable for younger children <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to put that out there now. Yes. Um, especially because Mr. Johnson and that knows what we're talking about. I'm not saying that you're guilty oh, of this. I was going to say because Aaron Johnson is very involved in all of this. I was like, oh, no, what the heck? I hope you're not. No. That, that's, definitely, I, that's definitely a performer page whoa. I would stay away from. <laughs> Anyways, regardless <laughs> of fact, we're going to talk about an interesting topic today, I think personally. But before we get there, we have... I can only imagine. I can only imagine. I was about to do that, too. We have Aaron and Brewer's Word of the Week. I don't have an intro yet, so yeah, you guys get no intro music on this. That's okay. But, Mr. Brewer, you got your word pulled up for today that you have to get Mr. Johnson to define? So, the word for today, Mr. Johnson. I'm hoping I am saying this right. Yeah. Uh, the way I'm saying it is suent. Suit. Let's 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 hear how it sounds. Maybe suent. 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 So suent. I'll give you that. It's and I'll give you this. This will be my clue to you. It's a natural product. And it, all right, <laughs> Mr. Burr, we ready to go? You got a minute. Pressure's on. Just tell me what this is. <laughs> okay, so all I know is it's a natural thingy. Yes, it's. Uh, does it have to? Does wait. it relate with today's episode? <laughs> okay, no. no. All right. Then I that, can't use any word in the definition, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, what's uh, what's what's another word for for oil in your? No. Greasy. Um, okay. Okay. Um. Greasy. 
okay? The soap you bought that your parents gave you for Christmas, they claim that it is natural. Okay, okay. Um, a natural greaser. For and um, um, uh, uh, our one friend used to make this animal noise all the time. An an our one. Whoa. You can make the animal noise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what grease from a lamb or a goat? Like lamb. That, that's close goat enough. I'll, I'll, I'll give it. Right. Goat grease. Natural. <laughs> the natural grease of the wool of sheep. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what the word is now. Suant. Suant. Yeah. Grease. Goat grease. The natural grease of the wool of sheep. Natural grease from the wool of sheep. It consists of a mixture of fatty matter and potassium salts. Uses a source of potassium in the preparation of ointments. Wow. There you go. Dang. Look at that. <laughs> One and done. Yeah. <laughs> Look yeah, at that. Yeah. And you like literally just made it just, oh, really? just under that minute. Yeah. Got this. We'll get next week's too. <laughs> Don't speak too soon. He's going to be spending this entire episode to figure out next week's word. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so it's going to be a you and me show today. Wait, how's that different? Ouch. <laughs> I'm oh, kidding, yeah. Mr. Brewer. I'm kidding. Oh, now what are you doing? You're getting up and disturbing the peace. Okay, so today's conversation, Mr. Johnson looks all so excited for. He, over there, he's just kind of smiling and giggling and I don't know if that's from the subject matter, the anticipation, <laughs> or just because Dude. he saw something on Nature I'm, is Metal. I'm, <laughs> ooh, I, ooh, yeah. No. So, Mr. Johnson, what are we uh, talking about today? Oh, we are talking about something so exciting. Um, oh, yeah, depending on what, what, what side you believe. Yeah, it could be very exciting. What side I believe? Never it's mind. <laughs> he didn't catch it. Yeah. Innocent mind. I don't know. It's good. It's good. Yeah, that's true. Buddhism. But <laughs> BDSM. Buddhism. What? <laughs> um. Yeah. So with that, congratulations. Mind, we're talking about porn. <laughs> I'm sure all the folks over at your church are like, "What Buddhism? Oh, we." <laughs> <laughs> or have they heard that story I, from you? No, not that I know of. Maybe a couple maybe a couple friends have, but not the people that I know listen to this. <laughs> so yay. For all you people. Johnson in his mind. Sometimes <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't fully get it, but woo. So okay. So I thought we'd break this down into a couple uh conversation points. So first off. We'll talk about general stats because, well, it's good to talk about general stats about something when you're talking about a subject. Secondly, we'll talk about what are those statistics within the Christian community then? You know, so segregating it kind of from the main community back to the, the Christian community. And then I will have a third topic that I'm going to save till we get there to discuss what that is because okay. I think that's where we'll probably spend maybe more of the conversation in than, than not. Um, and sure it's not so much about... Obviously, I'm making an assumption here, my first assumption here, and I know what happens when you assume. But my assumption is that at least the, between the three of us, we agree that porn use is bad. I guess. <laughs> that was way too long of a, I guess. And then, of course, I get nothing from Brewer, so that tells I, me. He started talking, so I was like, <laughs> wait, he didn't just say yes. I was going to say yes. 
But I was like, wait, he's not saying anything. So let's see what he says. <laughs> so you do have access to the notes. But before you expand them and open them up and everything, I want to ask you guys a couple questions because I want to kind of get us on some um, on a standard here of actually how big the porn industry is in the world. And it's actually quite big. Yeah, it's 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 surprisingly big if you don't know the stats. Like and, I just know that what was it when the Super Bowl is playing last year when the Super Bowl was playing, porn usage went down. But the fact that porn usage skyrocketed during the commercial times, it's like it's like people watch it as if it's another TV show. Well, there's a reason for that. One, of the stats uh, released by a, a company called Covenant Eyes. Uh, now, I will say this: they make a, a, a product for phones and computers and that you know that does like um a monitoring and that so obviously they're going to have a lot of interest in having porn stats but one of their stats is that the average time that a person spends and they didn't just delineate between male and female here but the average time a person spends on a porn site is like six minutes and then that's it because they essentially it's enough time for them to find a video use it pleasure themselves and close the browser but regardless of that fact let me ask you this now, so this is from the 2018 porn stats PDF provided by Covenant Eyes. Uh, this is the latest amount of data they have. So in 2007, so this is a few years old, and this is the latest data they have at this point here, okay? A few years? It's over that is, a decade. I know, but it, the numbers are still staggering. Well, how many billion dollars was the global porn revenue? <laughs> and then how much of that was just from the U.S.? That's pretty. That's pretty shocking. It is pretty. numbers. A hundred and no. I said billion, so I'm giving you that's in the billion. Yeah, yeah, range. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna say seven hundred and eighty-nine billion. Wow, that's holy crap. That's a lot of money. And how much of that is from the U.S.? <laughs> from the U.S. alone, I'm gonna say probably about four hundred and fifty billion. Johnson, do you have any ideas? Yeah, because I'm looking at it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm, I'm well, um, I'm glad I do not live in Joshua's society Same. because that is a very deranged society. Uh, it, thankfully, it's only $20 billion. That sounds horrible. I'm saying thankfully it's only. <laughs> oh, that's still a crap ton of money. But it is. $10 billion of that was from the U.S. alone. Okay, this was in 2007, right? Now, the Free Speech Coalition then estimated that because of the rise of free porn sites, that revenue dropped 50% between 2007 and 2011. Wow. Just, yeah. <laughs> That's. Okay, so since Johnson has decided, collapse your notes. Collapse the notes. Why? Because I'll tell you when to expand. He wants the, to pick our brains. I, I'll, I'll let you expand that in a few moments, okay? What? Why were we giving it to look over if we can't look over it? Because I. Because I knew you wouldn't look over it ahead of time. Oh, I did. <laughs> okay. Well, if you looked at it, but now I don't how many users it. are watching pornography every second, according to a web security company? Well, considering that half the households in the United States, based on certain surveys, say that they half of them struggle with pornography, I would probably say we're probably looking at how many users? Um, a thousand users? Wait. Uh, every how many people are using it every, every second? Every second. Every second. Like if you took a sec segment in time and just froze Earth right now and you're able to analyze everyone in the in world? The, yes. In the world. Oh, in the world. Yeah. Oh. Not just um, in the US. Wait, how many people are in the world? 100,000. Okay. 
How many people? There's over six billion. Yeah. People. Yeah. People in the world. There's eight billion people in the world. Every second. How many people are watching porn? How many people are watching porn right now while this during this second while you're thinking about this? I don't want to think about that. (laughs) Well, you don't have to count yourself because you're here. Wow. Dang. Um, Shots fired. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm out of here. Anyways, how many? Um, I don't know. I'm, gosh, out of 8 billion people, I, I guess 800,000. Wow. Hey, both of you, I don't want to live in your worlds. Well, wait. Oh, that's good. Or is it three to 4,000? What is that? No. It's 28,528 users every second. That is very wow. little. That is good. That is good. Now, knowing that, Ish. then, right? Still not. How many dollars are spent on porn every second? That's the three to four thousand dollars. Okay, Brewer. Mm. Every second. Every second, man. Um, and they're not just talking like where Johnson's buying his porn subscription. They're talking about the people like Johnson who do the porn cameras. You know, pay the actor, quote unquote, actor <laughs> actress, um, per minute. You know, like. Eight to ten dollars per minute just to sit there and watch them on a webcam. Uh, you know, they're they're counting all that pay per view stuff, all that. So we're not talking just like Brewer goes out and buys a subscription to his favorite porn site. We're talking all the various ways in which porn can be consumed. So how many dollars are spent per second on the internet for porn? Brewer, I'm calculating number now. You're Three, calculating two, one, seventeen, seventeen. Um, Hundred dollars a second. Okay, three thousand seventy-five dollars, sixty-four cents every second. So yeah, three thousand dollars every second is spent on porn. That is ridiculous. Yeah, that's worldwide. Yes, that is Which worldwide. I, f- I I do feel like that's surprising. I I, feel like I wouldn't it would say that's a lot surprising. more than that. Well, uh, here's some more. Oh well, yeah, yes. Here's some more recent numbers. These are from 2017. Oh wait, wasn't this 2018? No, this well, is, this is the 2018 report. So yeah. they, they, they get numbers based on the available resources they have. You know, so not everywhere is reporting data all the time. Stop playing footsies with each other. <laughs> <laughs> so in 2017, Pornhub, which is one of the world's most popular porn websites, apparently, uh, they released the following numbers for 2017. This was their 2017 year in review. They had 28.5 billion visits to the website in 2017. That was 81 million daily average visits with 25 billion searches performed, which was 50,000 searches per minute, which came down to 800 searches a second for porn on their site. That came down. Now, during this one year, they had 4,052,542 videos uploaded to their site. They had 68 years worth of content uploaded in one year. For people who are taking care of storage, that comes down to 3,732 petabytes of information transferred. I've never even heard of that. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not petabytes, pentabytes. I've never heard of that. That is enough to fill the storage capacity of every smartphone on Earth. That's a lot of sex. In one year. It's a lot of sex. Holy cow. That is insane. Where do you store that? Data centers. Big, big data centers. Big, big big disks. (laughs) Aaron! Bad, Johnson. Bad. <laughs> she didn't say that well either, though. This is just bad. Okay. Oh, this is the easy one. We can just breeze this, right through this. This is. Um, <laughs> holy cow. 
So yeah, the stats about porn usage are, and this is why I was like, let's have this as a topic. And, and now, and I'm setting this up for the third part. The third part is the big thing. Now you can open up the, the stat pages. Okay. <laughs> right there. Yeah. So this is something that is obviously, I hate to use the word popular, but it's a popular pastime of people. <laughs> Oh yeah, especially. <laughs> just, I'm just like, uh. especially in the uh, you know early stages of puberty and growing up as little kids. Not little kids, I guess teenagers, whatever. But the curious mind, you know, too curious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I found interesting was the signif- the significant. Well, let me rephrase it. It's significant, but it's small difference between the number of married men and non-married men that say they engage with porn at least once a month. So the stat is that 55% of married men admit to using porn once a month, whereas 70% of unmarried. So only a 15% difference. Hmm. It's significant where the number is big enough, but it's still weird that it's only that small of a percentage difference t- to me. Oh, yeah, that is shocking. Thinking about it's well, anywho. At, at this point, we're just talking about stats in general. We're not talking no, about yeah. like the Christian subculture. No, I, no yeah, but, I'm just saying for like, being married, like, okay, and well, once you have a wife, then People are like, oh, well, then, yeah, I probably won't struggle with that anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, not No, you, you, well, and what's fun, again, I'm using funny loosely here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This was a survey conducted by the Barna Group in the U.S. in both 2014 and 2016. What is interesting, again, I'm using these words loosely here. They surveyed men 50 to 68 years old, and almost 50% of them were still using porn, internet porn, which I was like, wow. And then you look at the stats. For someone who's like 18 to 30, that jumps all the way up to 79% at least once a week. Yeah. Or month, sorry. Once a month. month. Uh, several times a week, th- that drops significantly in all categories. Uh, yeah. The smallest being 18 to 30-year-olds, which are still around 63%. Wait. Several so, times a week? It's, oh, I'm so, sorry. This is a women. Now, I'm there's also the stats on one, women yeah. one. Yeah, on women who use which, porn as well. Now, I guess... Yes. And porn isn't just, obviously, internet. Right. You can do that. Because I've always, well, not always. I, I remember hearing, like, it's not the, I guess, the videos that they would normally struggle with. It's, like, just, like, certain books and readings and stuff like that. that oh, you're very, talking about the yeah. erotic romantic novels? Yeah. That's well, what I would generally hear, that that's where they would get into that. It wasn't so much the internet websites. Well, and maybe- I think you probably even told me that once. That might have been because you always like to be like in the mind of a female. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> now that might have been true back in the olden days, when, right? But nowadays they are finding that porn usage among females is actually growing on internet. Yes, and what they're finding is twenty five percent of married women say they watch, not read or watch an image. They watch porn at least once a month, compared to sixteen percent of unmarried women. Which hmm. that's interesting that there's that flip flop. Did you notice? Because 55% of married men and 7% of unmarried, us. whereas in the women you have more. That is so weird. Married. I think it makes See, sense. It does. Okay. Why does it make sense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now not speaking, you know. Speak as Josh. Here. All right. Well, I'm going to speak as a normal person. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. I'm going to push out, you know. I don't want to say something and somebody go, I can't believe Josh said that. <laughs> no, no, no. This is not Josh speaking. It, this is this is. I am a culmination of of non Christians that I know and how they view things. Okay, we will call them Josh, Rick. 
It's it's Josh spelled like J O S S H. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. Um. So think about it. Women that are married. Okay. Watch it more than women that aren't married. Yes. That's what okay. it's saying. Now, men when they are married watch it less, less when they're not married. Okay. Yeah, but not a ton different. Not a not, yes, not a ton mm-hmm. different. Okay, but, but okay. So when you're married, you can. I mean, it's it's easier. I mean, if you're living with somebody, it's easy to have sex. But if you're married, it's easy to have sex too. So if you're not married and you're single, you're in a sense not with someone. So those guys probably get themselves off by looking at porn while hooking up simultaneously. Married men have their wives. Now the wives know that men, that the porn industry has created an expectation of women. So if a woman is with a man, I would see her more inclined to try to be up to par with what porn says she needs to do to keep him happy. That's how my mind is seen. I I say they don't need porn to have that because you have all the beauty magazines and all the articles about how to be the perfect wife and all the weird beauty standards and all that. Yeah. So you don't need porn for that, but okay. I'm, I'm not. I don't I, have. I don't have an argument for or against it. I just know what the stats say. I'm just. I that, I was just kind of yeah. like breaking it down in my head. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Johnson, do you have a argument for or against it? Why your imaginary wife does or doesn't? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I don't. Just, I was just curious. <clears throat> so yes, porn usage is unfortunately kind of ubiquitous. Uh, so you should use that for word of the week. <laughs> word of the week. What's a week? week? I was about to say month, but then I was like, wait, no. Week. Yeah. Now, you, you guys can say what you want, say what you don't want. That's up to you. Okay. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I love Johnson's like facial expression. Like, Ooh. deer in the headlights. What? Yeah. <laughs> what does he want from me? I don't want anything. <laughs> Anyways, you all understand. So what I found also interesting in the study is that they found no significant statistical increase or decrease in subscription to porn-based sites based on regions where more people report regularly attending religious services. However, where a statistically significant smaller proportion of subscriptions are initiated on Sundays compared to other regions. In other words, these people are like, oh, I just went to church. I'm feeling guilty, so I'm not going to buy the porn subscription today. I'll wait till Monday. But they're still buying it. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. So, you know, the quote unquote Bible Bell of the US, guess what? Just as many perverts there as there are in other in California. <laughs> yeah. Does that make you sad? I suppose, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Why does it make you sad? Because is it bad? What porn, yes, I would say so. Uh, now however Okay. What's the however I did ha- have in my mind does it have to be sinful? Huh? Does porn have to be sinful? Yeah. How could you do porn that's not sinful? Like, I guess I maybe not necessarily looking at yeah, maybe not necessarily looking at porn because if you're going well, what you, like, I'm talking about like using it as as an edu well education educational kind of thing. Pretty much what Josh would have said that it would have been the wife would have been doing. Okay, how are you using porn as an educational tool? Dude, see all the uh, whatever you- those weird freaking moves people do, thinking <sighs> that might spice things up. How could you but contain not yourself? I, well, I mean, it's like looking watching a movie for at least, well, a girl, guy, whatever, it doesn't matter. Anywho, so there's a naked chick in the movie. Does that have to arouse you and make you lust out after them or no? No. It doesn't have to, no, but no. 
let's be honest. Well, no, most people yeah. will look at that and yeah. oh, they'll be like, mm. I got to go to the bathroom. We'll be right back. <laughs> uh, because, you know, they're getting aroused or. I'm so glad I'm not quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. But if you're using that, like, let's say, as educational material, right? Yeah. Let, let's assume educational material. I'm putting that yeah, in quotes. quotes. Yeah. I'm no, putting yeah. that in that's, big quotes. That's a very big stretch, <laughs> okay. but that's. Yeah, it is a big stretch up. because are you lusting after that? Anyone in that film or are you, you know, getting aroused by them in any way? Right. If you are and you're lusting, guess then what? It's it, it's, a sin. it flips yeah. over to the bad. Yeah. Now, that being said, if you. If you're like, I want to learn these things to spice up my marriage, you, you don't have to get a video necessarily. No, you don't. But you don't, again, you don't need a video to get those thoughts and feelings, emotions no, to you start don't. going. No. So, I mean, you can, but I mean, being a dude, it, I well, it doesn't, again, it doesn't even matter if you're a dude or not. It's anybody. I mean, you can get those like but, desires. But, but let's be random. honest, guys are a lot more visually cued to things. Yes. With that. Yes. yes. Is statistics well, show. no, in biology, guys are just a lot more visual yeah. in that regard. Well, that kind of shows because, yeah, never mind. But what I'm getting at is, how would you do an educate quote unquote educational thing? It'd probably be, I don't know if I'd use the word safer, but less arousal inducing. Nice. <laughs> There's a phrase, <laughs> uh, like a book or something <laughs> like that, uh, yeah. See, I feel like where the images are are one solid color, and you don't have the outlines, and you don't see someone else. You see, is that what you're talking about when you say uh, book? I'm I'm not even going into how they're drawn or anything. I'm just saying, you know, description, generic blob images as compared to because if they're gonna do a video, guess what? They're gonna find the hottest guy and the hottest girl. They're gonna find one that that they enjoy watching. They're not gonna take. Okay. I love how he's trying to be the devil's advocate right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not I, I'm they're not, they're not going to cast yeah. me and the 500 pound woman to do the video. Depends okay. on what you're into, man. I'm just some people you, are into that. I'm just letting know. you know that's that's not what they're going to do for the video. They're gonna. Well, the, I mean, videos like that wouldn't exist if people weren't into it. They're going to do, you know, so. the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> Josh just gave me a look. I'm like, oh no, they will. They will not use Josh. No, no, no. I'm too short. Yep. That. Oh, okay. This. I guess he this was, was about to go somewhere. No, no. Yeah. Now this talks about you know women that okay at least watch. Uh huh. I feel like I don't know what. But right. For talking about like for men versus women being involved in porn, I wonder what the numbers are in that. Oh, and the like, quote unquote, number of actors and actresses. Yeah. And I put that in quotes as actors and actresses. Yes. Yeah. I don't know the number off the top of my head. I was reading up some stats and there was like one guy who got an award because over the course of a year, he did like 180 sex scenes with like 3000 women. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. Like, how? I, I, I don't want to know. It's like, and that's, the, that's a lot of like. And the stats say Multiples. that mo- most uh, sex workers in that regard, they are having at least like herpes and the one other STD typically at any one time. Oh my gosh. That's gross. Yeah. That's. Is there anything insane. in your notes in regarding to. I don't want to read them. No, the actors rest. getting doped up with drugs? What? Uh, no, I don't think I had anything in regard to that because I don't think it. And there might be something in uh, the third segment, but 
nothing necessarily regarding that portion. Right. But anyways, so <clears throat> now we in up until this point we were kind of talking about standard like non discriminatory between religious, non religious, and that. You know, at the end we kind of touched on that. You know. Religious areas don't buy porn on Sunday, but they'll buy it on Monday. Okay. Because <laughs> that's all the better. Yeah, you know, it's because you're no longer on church day, so therefore you may do it. Apparently that's a thing. Yeah. So according but according so this Barna group, they, they do a wide range of surveys regarding this, um, porn usage specifically. Their data is used by both Covenant Eyes, um, Ever Accountable, and a couple other sites. So they did a study in 2016. They found that 41% of practicing, not just people who say they affiliate with, but who are practicing, aka they go to church, youth group, blah, blah, blah. Boys, 13 to 24. Now they call, so you, Johnson, are still a boy, according to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Use porn at least once a month. 23% of practicing Christian men, age 25 plus, use it at least once a month, according to them. Mm. So now, now, you're like, okay, that's, that's kind of bad. Now, there are some good... There's some good news about this. So according to this one study, regular church attenders are 26% less likely to look at porn than non-attenders. However, here's where there's a little flip. Those that are from like the fundamentalist and describe themselves as more fundamentalist. You know what fundamentalist is, right? Johnson? Brewer? I mean, ish. Ish? No? No. What's the ish, Johnson? Just refresh me. Refresh you. Yes. A fundamentalist. A person who believes in the strict literal interpretation of scripture in a religion. Does yes. that sound right to your brain? Yes. Okay. Just make it sure. Yes. So what they found is people identify as, as fundamentalists are 91% more likely to look at porn. Mm. Mm. That's an inverse correlation that I don't think a lot of people would look oh at. Yes. Huh. So when the, all the studies really come down, and this is from uh, Covenant Eyes again, 64% of self-identified Christian men view pornography at least once a month. You compare that to 65% of non-Christian men. There's no statistical difference really there. You're talking 1%. That is statistically insignificant. So we're pretty much like everyone else, according to porn usage. There was an article in here. It's from the Gospel Coalition. And the, 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 the title of the article is, They Will Know You By Your Porn. The Oh, so what? What it is is they're talking about their their uh, conference that they had coming up, the Go- the Gospel Coalition conference, and this was this is a quote from their article that they wrote. They said, "quote I interviewed hotel managers about this when I was teaching in the soci- sociology department at the University of Virginia. All managers said that porn rates increases during conferences in general. That's normal because they have more guests. A few admitted that it seems to be the same or a bit more." The same or a bit more when Christian conferences come to town. One manager was a Christian, and he said a line I'll never forget. Unfortunately, they know they know you are Christians by your porn consumption is more than love when it comes to this. Wait, wait, say it again. Unfortunately, they know you are Christians by your porn consumption. Assuming that you're consuming more than normal because you don't you don't have that opportunity. Yeah, to. and so what they're talking about in the article is not they're not, at at this point they're not tracking the. Internet porn at this point, they're they're tracking the you know accessing on the menu and ordering the porn on the TV show that then wow. gets charged to the room. And so they said when Christian conferences come to town, it's usually a little worse for them. That is not good. 
No, it's uh, <laughs> it's not good at all. It's something that seems to be ubiquitous. You know, like I said, the stats show that, you know, some stats show that Christian men are less likely, but then you look at the overall general stats, you know, out removing the age group stuff and we're 1% difference between the two, religious and non-religious, and I think that's a problem. <laughs> and Aaron Dodds is just like shaking his head like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Now, where this gets interesting, and I think this is, okay, this this might sound a little soapboxy here, Uh-oh. but the, the, there's a reason for this. So, we probably hold pastors to too high a standard, like if they mess up once or whatever. Oh, absolutely. But at the same time, we also don't offer them the ability to have necessarily that openness with someone else in the congregation because, oh, they're supposed to be the pastor. They're supposed to be better than everyone else, right? That's that's my personal looking at it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so the the study that they showed, most pastors, 57%, and youth pastors, 64%, admitted they have struggled with porn either currently or in the past. This is from that Barna Group report again. Mm -hmm. They went on to report 21% of youth pastors and 14% of pastors, so non-youth pastors, so senior pastors in that, admit that they currently struggle with using porn. And yet a lot of those people, they may not have anyone in their church to be able to talk to talk to or confide in or get help from and they might have to go and get help from another pastor or something like that now that being said uh triple x church they are doing something where they have porn recovery groups just for pastors so that way they can feel a little more relaxed about opening up i guess in the chats now that being said they are kind of expensive i was looking at their pricing they are kind of expensive to get into Mm. even but so that is an option as well mr johnson's looking all distraught over here that is super i don't know that's really sad that you i can see why some people would hold the pastor up to a higher standard kind of thing but it's like at the end of the day they're human too it's yeah we're one in the same we all have the same you know well we don't might not all have the same exact struggles but we all face some kind of struggle one way or another and that's just the one that they have an issue with so why uh that's frustrating Saddening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that. <laughs> See, and that's where it's uh, what I f- like as well. Uh, man, for like Christians, like uh, uh, how do you say your claim to be a Christian when you're one that's out there judging so hard against others like that? There's kind of that. Uh, I that's guess you could say so... that thing. I've heard this many times. It's the people who judge against something are usually the ones most involved in it have you heard that oh I've, yeah i've heard that you know and you, you talk yeah. about that and you look at the stats you're like well you know you always hear christians against porn and then you look at the stats on porn usage and you're like they clearly like it <laughs> christians are just as bad at liking it as well now yeah. i will fully admit i have engaged and used in this uh porn activity. Hand all of us well. at this table have yeah and i'm pretty sure most guys will at least once i know unless you're that one guy who just doesn't live back when ever. there was no internet and you were well, cowboy there in the still plains. Be ways to find out. Well, or, oh. There's still ways to make something that happen, but I mean, yeah. it's not, it's nowhere near as accessible as it I is say, today. You, you can't say the internet is the only thing because yeah. you always read, uh, let me rephrase that. You always, I don't know if you read necessarily because I don't know if you read Mr. Johnson, but you always <laughs> hear stories about, you know, older people when like they maybe found their dad's porn collection when they were young. Oh, you know, before the advent of the internet, of 
they're playboy magazine yeah exactly and, and they even make fun of that now in uh tv shows so a tv show right now that's going on young sheldon which takes place as a prequel to the big bang theory the hmm. older brother of sheldon georgie you know he has his little stash under nice. his bed you know and they make reference to it a couple times in the show just like a nonchalant thing like oh this is this is to be expected he's just being a boy he should do it uh, boys will be boys yeah no <laughs> So I have a question for each of you. Okay. Before I get to my third point. Fire away. What? And this is nowhere in the notes, so you can't just read anything. No, I'm just. What can the church do differently or better to help address this issue? I didn't say, like, to help, you know, know, uh, resolve the issue necessarily, but address it. I'll go first here while you think on your thing. I think the biggest thing from my perspective is that this is maybe brought up once in a great while, like when a celebrity pastor is caught cheating or, in, <laughs> you know, has kitty porn or has porn on their computer at all, period. You know, that's when the topic might be brought up for like a split second. And then it's immediately dismissed because it might be an uncomfortable thing. Because let's be honest here. How many people are you going to go up to Mr. Johnson just randomly from uh, your group at your church? And you're just going to walk up to this girl you like and go, <laughs> well okay well i know that first, one no <laughs> first off there has to be a girl you like i understand but how, yeah. <laughs> unless there is one and we don't know i don't know my mind is sealed <laughs> <laughs> but i you wouldn't just go up to her and be like hi my name is aaron johnson i watch porn <laughs> now i'm not saying you have to yeah. go that far okay i'm not right I, no that, that that's a little uh excessive <laughs> that's being a little too transparent as we, <laughs> as we talked talk about, about. Yeah. but this is something where where do you you know the church outside of maybe one-on-one conversations where it's people who are trying to figure out things really isn't addressing it too often it hmm. seems to only come out when it's a big when it blossoms into a big issue and then it, the media thing is taken care of and then it's swept under the rug again that, that's just what it seems like for me <laughs> johnson brewer thoughts comments what can the church do more of? Yeah, what could it do more of? What could it do better of? I mean, ultimately, it's just making more awareness. Okay. I think youth group, you'd occasionally touch on it, but not as much as it should be touched on, especially at that point in your life. Because that's, I mean, when you're starting to hit 18, mm-hmm. I know a lot of guys, I know myself, um, you know, the idea of, hey, it's it's legal to hook up with people, you know? So as they're going through that time, the hormones are coming in and the body's still growing and stuff like that. I think, I think youth group is a very important time for, um, you just for, for pastors and youth leaders to start talking about it and making it something that is okay to talk about. Because I've noticed with some of our guys is when I bring up kind of like, Hey, you know, we can't be looking at images, you know, they, they get, they almost get squirmy and they start to laugh. And they, they don't take it serious. And I think as if, if it's something that as you gradually talk about, it becomes not in a sense of more um, desensitized to the thought of pornography, but more okay with it to where you can listen and it, it take in more information about it. Because I remember when I was young, you know, for some reason I had an issue with saying sex. I mean, I'm talking like when I was in uh, middle school. Right. You know, it was like the word sex was like, <gasps> you know, and I'm pretty sure that's getting carried over through high school still. 
and it might be working its way up the ladder. I mean, who knows? Um, everybody's becoming more sensitive these days. And I don't know if they're necessarily becoming more sensitive about sex. I, that seems to be well, no, just honestly about, about topics that they don't find comfortable to okay. talk about. That's what I mean. As I say, because honestly, I look at some of the younger guys and um, well, they're hooking up, having sex younger and younger and engaging with porn younger and younger. In fact, do you know what the average age right now that is estimated that uh, a man, a young boy is 12 younger? I would say probably more like seven or eight. Well, I mean, when you buy your kid an iPhone 10 and he's only eight. Yeah. But the average age that uh, a boy is exposed to porn is around eight years old. Wow. Sometimes it's intentionally sought out, like on the computer on the web. And sometimes it's unintentionally found through mm-hmm. either, you know, they're looking for something because sex advertisers know what they're look, what they're doing. They know how to draw you in. Yeah. Well, not only draw them. Okay. Whenever <laughs> there is a big movie or event, porn studios always do like a parody of it. So like when the Justice League movie came out, they did a parody oh. of the Justice League, but as a porno. Huh. So you have a young kid looking around for Justice League, and they look for the wrong things, or they go, no, and they end up accidentally at that. Mom, she doesn't have any clothes on. What are they doing to each other? Oh, man. So yeah, anytime there's a big like world event that you know is generally seen as positive, they're not doing, let's do the Haiti earthquake porno parody. (laughs) They're not doing that. They're okay. But anything like positive like that just comes out movie event. They're doing a parody as a porno, which, yeah, just FYI. But anyways, go on. Um, you know, I think I think if uh, youth leaders and youth pastors started talking to kids younger um, to, to make it more an acceptable topic, just so that they can listen, just understand. Because I remember last year I was going through a porn devotional just to uh, understand a little more. And it was a pastor that wrote the devotional. Okay. On your version, if you guys want to check it out. I don't remember the name of it. Um, but I took notes because some of the stuff I found very interesting. And you don't think about it when you're when you're using porn. Um, and I think a big thing, we can go statistics, we can do we can talk legal, but I don't think I think a big thing to help somebody to want to deter from it is understanding the psychological effects on the actor's side and the physical effects on the actor's side. Because we think, oh, sex is enjoyable. Well, some of these people actually don't enjoy it. Right. And I mean, there's 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 so much to it. And it is very intriguing to see how something that God has made to be such a beautiful thing between two people in a covenant, a, a marriage that misused the porn industry is a perfect example of the devastating effects. But the porn industry doesn't want you to know the devastating effects because they know you'll be more you wouldn't be as inclined to support them. And I think it'd be really interesting, maybe, you know, a few months from now, we we maybe touch back this topic and we can gather our research because the, re- the, the I'm trying to pull stuff now and it's kind of hard. So you obviously know the porn industry is hiding that kind of information, but I think we should touch base on the psychological say, and physical effects. So, someone that has, okay, now, and now I went to school with this guy, mm-hmm. but he has a lot of data on this. And so disclaimer, I went to school with this guy. Uh, so I know him personally. And secondly, he does work with... Um, Covenant eyes. Okay. Uh, his name is Noah Philip Philippiak. I can never say his last name right. Anyways, he has a whole section on his website, Noah Philippiak, F I L I P I A K dot com. Um, about it, it's you, you go under their blog 
sex and pornography. That's a whole topic. And he actually wrote a book on it as well. Mm. Uh, so he has a lot of resources on it. And especially because he works with Covenant Eyes, he gets access to a lot of other resources as well so he can get data. As far as if you're looking for data on like sex workers and numbers and all that, Triple X Church used to have a lot of that information. I haven't been able to find it on their current website. Okay. So when they kind of flipped on some of the stuff that they were doing and kind of reorged some of the stuff, some of that data I think just got lost in the shuffle. But the data is out there. It's just you got to search for it. You got to dig down for it. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. It'd be a good thing for us to touch back on. Yeah. I'm going to go on to my third topic here now. Okay. Unless, Johnson, you have something you want to say. say. Yeah, I didn't even get to answer the question. Well, you didn't lo- look like if you had an answer or not. So. Oh, oh okay. So do you have an answer? Well, I was going to respond to your whole, you know, when you were saying, like, how many people do I just go up to randomly? Like, oh, hey, yeah, my name's Aaron. I, I-, I watch porn. <laughs> Yeah. Have you done that? Not like that. No. Okay. No. Something like it, but not that. See, I I am Aaron. I'm a porn actor. Is that what you said? Yes. (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't have the stash for it. So, like, I've I've found myself as as the 2019 went on is becoming more and more of an like an open book. Yeah. Uh, and like, for. Being, I haven't, well, yeah, I haven't been at RBC too long. So, well, yeah, it hasn't been a year. So I don't know how, if they touch on it, you know, right yearly or not or something like that. Um, but that's the one thing that I've enjoyed about going there is getting tied into the, the adult Bible fellowship thing in the morning before service, which is pretty much just like um, the Tuesday night men's stuff, set up the same way, I okay. guess, as Tuesday night men's study um but as the thing i've liked well that that's helped me become more of an open book i'd say just seeing other people be transparent and open about things that they're struggling with in life and whatnot so i feel like for that i feel like it's good and again this is a small group of people compared to the whole church right where it's like you we don't have that fear of being singled out or like judged by someone and be like, oh, they can't believe they struggle with that. That's so disgusting kind of thing or whatever. Or um, so at that, I mean, I have become more open with, with several of the men that are in those studies, which has been cool. Um, but yeah, as far as like Sunday morning, you know, ser- uh, sermon thing mm-hmm. goes, I, yeah, I'd, I'll have to wait on that. But I mean, right. for, when Josh started talking about like the youth group and stuff, you know, some of the kids are kind of squirming around the whole thing. I mean, I guess when being a part of, well, Fuel and now Strive or whatever, I mean, there was, it was pretty much a yearly yeah, thing, it, at least for a while it was that I but remember. But you would have like one or, you know, a couple of weeks and then. Hey, there's, yeah. there's really like nothing repetitive because quite honestly. Well, do you need to be repetitive with it? That repetitive, I guess, where it's multiple times a year where you have a study. Well, on no, it? you don't have to do like uh Not like studies, dedicate the, the the message to it, but as he try to be more of a accountability to the kids with it without being oh. a weekly accountability. Well then you know yeah, just, that's not on the but, message of it, that's on the leaders of it. Right. Yeah, because you don't always have to have so think of it this way. Mm-hmm. In the, I'm, I'm going to break this up into big church and youth group, okay? In your big church, right? 
Mm-hmm. You may, you know, you have your pastor, you have your, you know, depending on your church and how it's set up, you know, your deacons or your elders or, you know, your teachers and that, right? You know, that su- help support the pastor because the pastor can't do everything. Oh, absolutely <laughs> okay? not. Way too much to do. No. Okay. Yeah. But you have those established who have leadership within the church. Mm-hmm. Okay. How is that being addressed? You know, are, are they addressing, you know, I'm not saying at once a, once a month we must do porn and pancakes at church. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> that's a thing. That's a thing. They uh, so I would go just for the pancakes. You don't actually watch porn. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I know. I, I'm just saying. I'm go just for the pancakes. You, you know, you some, said pancakes. I'm signed up. Some churches do uh, as uh, porn and pizza instead. That that was started by Triple X Church, and so what that was okay. is was like you would you know get the guys. It was a twelve plus only thing. And so you would buy your ticket and, you know, they, you would come, you would have pancakes or pizza or whatever food, Whoa, you know, was chosen that by that. starts with a P apparently. <laughs> and then there would be a discussion about porn usage. Mm-hmm. Would it be porn playing? Just make no, it clear. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not saying you have to have that once a month. I'm saying, but touch on it regularly. So that way it doesn't come up only when something arises, but it's uh, Hey, look guys, no, look up here. Realize this, your eyes. You're going to look at girls. You're going to look at women. You're going to be tempted. How do you control that? It's on you. Deny yourself. That's what Jesus you know, called us to do. It, it's one of those things of not. One of the things. Yeah. It's not one of those things of, oh, this pastor down here got caught with porn. Maybe we should talk about this week and then let's ignore it the next 10 years. <laughs> okay. Well, that because, is crazy. Because guess what? Between yeah. that time of, you know, maybe you only touch on it every like two to three years then. Okay. At that point, you know, because you bring do it when something happens at that point. You might be cycling through people who are coming into your church. You're cycling through teenagers at a rapid pace. I, let's be honest here. You only have teenagers for about six years, 12 to 18, and then they're off. Right, off to college and then. Off to their own life and everything else. So all these things just don't happen in a vacuum. So that's what I'm saying with that. I'm not saying yeah. it has to be like a every month or. No, well, no, no. I, but I guess as, as a. But, but here, let me continue here and then okay. I'll let you finish. But what I see is good in your case, right, mm-hmm. is they facilitate, the leaders facilitate a group like that where you feel comfortable and then it can be addressed. So that's good. Right. Well, I guess and that's the thing where it's it's not like it's talked about by the whole group right then and there, obviously. But that's, uh, it all just, I feel like a lot of it comes from, ooh. Comes from what? If you actually, for those that actually love each other and care to help them out with what it is they're struggling with. Yeah. So it's finding a group that is sincere and genuine about one, I guess, like the, the faith in Jesus and wanting to follow him. Because um, if they are, then they're going to want to help you, you know, overcome whatever it is that's holding, well, you know, holding you back or from being obedient uh, to God. Right. And so that, and as far as like having messages, I mean, I guess, yeah, it's good to probably talk about it at least once a year. To have something, at least a, a I, wow, what do you call it? Just not a single sermon, but a series. Yeah. Maybe on it. Or, may, for, or maybe you have something like the porn and pancakes. Or, you, yeah, you <laughs> could do something like, yeah, if you want to do something like that, you can do that. Um, But, because then, yeah, I mean, if, because if, I know we've talked about this with even other, I feel like, types of sin and stuff like that, where we have something that. Well, well, is with mental health. Like, how can we make it, you know, better so people with mental health aren't either one don't. How do we help them want to come to church and not feel excluded? Type thing. And how do you help? 
But it's like if you try and do something special for each individual thing, then it's like that really just makes a fat schedule. Yeah, it can make a very fat schedule really fast. And that's so, why I said you don't do this like every no, month. You do this, no, you know, right. you know, maybe as Josh pointed out, it's more on the leaders to initiate those micro conversations right. as far as, yeah. you know, not necessarily like waiting for something to happen as more being proactive about that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like a one-on-one. It could be like when we break up into our, uh, our smaller groups uh, where we kind of, cause I know, I know when the pastor says something in a message and I'm guilty of it, I'm like, uh, he's talking <laughs> about me, you know? <laughs> so it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, even like a, a five minute brief, like, Hey guys, how are you doing with this? If, you, if you're struggling, let's just, just know, you know, you know, like our reassurance. Yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. good. That's yeah. I would think that is good. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, it's it's hard. I feel like it's easier to make things like that happen definitely in smaller churches than it is bigger. Uh especially with cause then the bigger church you have, the more, you know, rank uh kind of variety of people you have in there that will then which goes to show that there are probably those people that are gonna like try and you will judge you and all that kind of cool, fun stuff, which is not helpful at all. Right. There's going to be the haters out there, so don't let that stop you. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah. my third question is. Third. Let me get. Well, I well my talking point question, yes. topic area. Should we just go ahead and ban pornography in the U.S.? You can't, but you could try. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Brewer? I mean, I would be all for it. Of course you would. But legally... Politically, financially, well, it'd be near impossible. It's too big. It's yeah. too big. Okay. So even if you banned like websites and stuff like that, they're still gonna find other ways to. Well, do but something. I mean, I, the big issue I think with pornography is it's so easy to get to. Fair. So if you, in a sense, if you be, if you banned porn sites mm-hmm. being streamed, uh, porn sites being existing. It's hard to say because how many sites are Canadian sites that you know you could you know, log on to VPN. Um, you could just do the Great Firewall of the U.S. But become any, China. And any any anywho, um, if there is a, a way for them to ban any porn site from being able to cross over um, through the U.S. Internet zone, if you want to say that, and then I mean images okay. overall, but. Your 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 that would tackle the internet porn. Yes, they can still sell it on DVDs. Then at that point, so we're and, we're we're talking full on banned DVD uh, magazines, internet, VHS, Blu-ray, Betamax. Yeah, all that. Yeah. So should we should we should we even go for that? And, and the reason I bring this up, uh, so Daily Daily Wire, uh, Matt Walsh, last December started this thing where we should ban porn. And then the Pope in Rome in November of 2019, he basically said that we should ban porn. And he demanded, the headline reads, and this headline I think is a little facetious, but it says, Pope demands tech companies prevent kids from viewing porn. And he said it is their moral obligation to protect the children and protect people from porn. So is that tech company's moral obligation is my first question. Should we ban porn? And what are the arguments for and against it? Well, I'm saying it is. And then I have another question, too. What's the difference between porn and prostitution? 
And see, that's where I was going to go too with it. It's because some somebody can easily say, um, "Well, if if I'm I'm acting, I'm not really having sex." But then you know we've we've allowed gray lines to be formed, and that is the basis that they use to defend themselves is the gray lines. That's what I was going to say. That's going to be the challenge of trying to eliminate it in general. Because if you, in a sense, eliminate porn, then even the sex scenes in movies that there might not be any sex at all would have to be eliminated too. Long, long, uh, sweet and simple. They, all that would disappear. You would not see anybody um, be in any sort of a, a sexual situation on screen, on uh, in in images. That's what it would have to be. So you couldn't even act out sex. Well, not that would that, that would have to be banned. And even modeling, like for a nude model, that would have to be banned, wouldn't it? Because that's pornographic. A lot of things would change. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I would say. I mean, if somebody goes, "Oh, I need porn." Well, they're, I'm sorry, but that it's that's that's pretty sad. Well, their brain has been kind of rewired that way. Oh yes, yeah. That's another thing. You know, that's something else. I think it'd be interesting to dive into. What? 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 Oh, the, how the brain actually becomes weaker when you view porn. Yeah. So you lose uh, brain cells yep. in the frontal part, mm-hmm. and it makes you more susceptible. I can't say susceptible. Thank you to the desires and temptations through the dopamine release uh, it was it was interesting because i read it about in that um that porn devotional and pretty much once you do it once it's easier to do it twice and it just gets easier and easier and easier and you can actually by viewing porn enough you view porn based on your morals and your tastes your sexual tastes right and over the course of time your sexual tastes can alter but you will claim it to be as a normal transition or a normal taste when really it is something that you've been exposed to over time. And that's also where the violence of women, they say, is connected to it because there are certain porn sites and videos and stuff mm-hmm. that emphasis that a very strong male control over the female or they'll do slapping and spanking. You know, it's it's just that 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 physical dominance and men in the real world have it now programmed into their head. That's how it's supposed to work. And they'll do it to women. And that's ways that women will be sexually assaulted. So in a 2014 study, uh, it was conducted by Matt Planck at the Institute for Human Development in Berlin. They took 64 healthy male adults. And of these 64, they had a wide variety of porn usage and consumption, you know, on how many hours they did per week. And what they do is they took MRIs of their brains and they looked at the gray, the gray matter volumes in their brains. And then what they did was they, you know, continued recording how much porn they used. And they found a negative correlation. The more hours of pornography consumed, the smaller volume of gray matter in their brain. In fact, it eroded in such a way that it's similar to the changes observed in some drug addicts. Now, they also found that there was less um, connection between the right and left parts of your brain as well due to this as well. So it not only changes and makes your brain more that drug addict brain, but it also reduces that communication between the two parts of your brain. Now, the whole part about where you were talking about the, you know, uh, it involves the taste over time. It's because they're chasing that dopamine high. They need to hit that new level of excitement. You know, think of it this way. Johnson's playing a first player uh, shooting game. First, the, the first game, you know, he just shoots the people and he gets all excited because he's killing people and it's great and he's having fun, <laughs> you know, and he's enjoying the game. Ten hours into it, he gets bored. But then oh, they released a patch. Then now when he shoots people, blood spurts everywhere. 
He's now excited again. Ten hours later, he's bored with that again. Now he needs a new patch where he sees like appendages flying off and just keeps getting worse and worse and worse because he's still chasing that new dopamine hit. Same thing with pornography and sex. Now, you wanted stats. Let me ask you this. Unless, now, this is, this is, they call this the average boy-girl scene rate. Unless they're, you know, so for porn stars. So unless it's by a really well-known uh, actor or actress, what is the going rate per video that they do? Oh, gosh. I hmm. Per video? Yeah. For somebody that's not special, yep. I guess. Josh got on the porn circuit. What would Josh be paid per video? Um, I, I, I did read something. It was about uh, um, actor abuse and stuff. And the one lady was saying that it's for... Answer my question first. I am. I am. I am. She was saying that for her specific situation, she would get paid five to $700 to get to, to be with a woman, but to be with a man, she'd get paid up to 1000 Per video. Per video. Yeah. So if you do 163 videos, that's, uh, that's a lot. A lot of money. It is. Continue. So yeah, it's around a thousand dollars. I was gonna say a few hundred. So well, yeah, and and of course, you know, thank you, internet. Uh, of course, they bring up new stuff. Now, this article is over five years old, but they, there was a company that started. I don't know where they're at now, but they're like, oh, porn stars are only getting paid a thousand. Let's do this. Let's make uh an auction site where Joe Schmo can go and auction to make a video with whomever. Whoever. Yep, <laughs> they did that. Uh, at the time of this article, like instead of the thousand dollars, the woman got thirty five hundred. Wow! And they were all rejoicing on this article, saying, "This is such a big breakthrough for porn." Now, now what would be interesting is to find out how long the average porn video takes to make. Seriously, yeah, is no. it a whole day thing? Is it a week thing where they get? You know, hours upon hours, and they try to find the best parts of all of it, and they craft it into this video. No idea. Like how how much work goes <laughs> into it? Yeah, that'd be, that'd really, be. this sounds crude, but I'm gonna guess it's it's definitely uh, more than one shot. Literally, probably. I'm not talking camera shot. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, okay. So they're getting paid to have sex on film. So what's the difference between prostitution <laughs> and pornography? Why is pornography legal in that regard? Other people aren't paying for it, <laughs> but well, no, they're, but they're, they're so being, prostitution you know. is it's Aaron sitting on the corner. Yeah, someone comes up and pays them for sex. Yeah, you know the little old granny around the corner is like, "You're a tall drink of water. Here's a hundred dollars." Porn is prostitution that makes money. So what's the difference between <laughs> little old granny coming up to Aaron, paying him a hundred dollars to have sex with her? Why we gotta do that? <laughs> Versus, you know, Josh and him going on the auction site and winning and getting a porn star, getting a porn star, and that's not prostitution. I guess if they're both not filmed, nope, then nope. that's prostitution. That that it's just, well, that's an interesting. That's, that's an interesting I, article, that, but yeah, I guess it's, it's not, like it's like in the place of context. Like if there was a video, like if somebody was recording a video of someone hopping into your back seat. You handing them a wad of five hundred dollars, and then you start having sex with them in your back seat. And someone's recording this. Is is that prostitution, or is it, or is it stranger, like, like, um, stranger? I I don't know. Like, because if if you were to take that video and upload it to a porn site, it'd be considered pornography. 
because it's intended to be viewed by multiple people. But at the same time, if he goes and pays that person directly, that's still prostitution. But now if a porn star were to take money out and pay another porn star on camera and they were to perform sex, is that that prostitution? No, you said said paying the person directly. Right. He picked up on it. So it's kind of a contracty type thing. Well, I mean... So what it was, so what the difference is between prostitution and porn is who is making the financial transaction? Yeah. The, the user. If, if the two, well, if the two actors involved are paying each other for sex, you know, one's paying another for sex and yeah. then filming it and uploading it. That's it's prostitution. prostitution. But if the studio is paying the actors legally, and there was a whole California Supreme Court case on this. Uh, about this whole thing because they were actually sued over this whole process. It's called California versus Freeman um, is the is the California Supreme Court case on this that it eventually what it is. It brought it down to the fact that because the studios are paying the quote unquote actors and actresses and they are being paid to star in a film that just happens to have sex in it and be only about sex. That's how they're able to get around it. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, it does, but it's stupid. But that is legally how they are able to do it. And that's the point that Walsh and the Pope have picked up on and said, well, we should call prostitution then and make it illegal. And then, therefore, get yeah, rid of it. Thing broke out. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. That's frustrating. <laughs> it, but what I don't get is, see, this is what I don't get about the law is sometimes it calls upon the context and sometimes it calls upon the, upon, up, upon the process as to be the guidelines of the legal Versus non-consequential and consequential. Like, I, I I just don't get it. It's like, it's like oh, hey, I pick and choose based on what I'm going to get out of the deal. That's what it is. Why can't it be based on the process or why can't it be based on the context? Period. Porn stars are getting paid to have sex. Most movie stars do not have sex. On camera, at least. Well... What happens in the trailer hey. stays in the trailer. Haven't you not learned anything from Vegas? <laughs> but, but but no, I mean most of them when you when there are those sex scenes, they are not actually having sex. They're yep. making it look real. That would be acting. What if when really you are, are you having it, that. you are performing. What if they really aren't? You just don't know. And maybe they are. Okay. I'm Anyways, gonna, I'm going to ask you this one, Mr. Brewer, because I want to delve a little bit deeper to your head here. One of the arguments about why porn... So, again, Matt Walsh, she brought this up, banned porn, and a bunch of people... Like, and, I, and I, I'll be honest, me, I was like, I can't get on the banned porn wagon just because of the fact that legally I can't go and say, well, you know, I, I can't impose my religious will on our people. Now, if you want to bring up the whole argument of it's just hurting people and that, we can have that discussion. But his argument from Lovett was he just wants to impose his religious view on things. And I was like, I can't get behind that. I believe that people have the right, even if I disagree with them, to believe what they believe and do what they do. But here's one of the arguments that came against Walsh. So, and then I will read you his argument for why that argument is bad. And I want to hear your response. So the argument is, porn cannot be banned because protected expression, according to the Supreme Court. And that is true. The Supreme Court has said it is protected under First Amendment, which is weird, but regards. So then here's Walsh's answer. Is a man engaging in speech when he masturbates on camera? Porn defenders say yes. But what if he does it on a park bench without the camera? Wait. 
What? That was his answer. So and I just porn I is protected by the First Amendment. No, mm-hmm. yeah, I got, I get that. Yeah. Okay, so if he is yeah. using his right to freedom of speech, masturbates in front of a camera, it's okay. But if he does it on a park bench, it's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that yet. was his answer, and I was just like, "What the?" Heck? I was like, first off, uh, there's a whole other lieu of things happening on that second one, which make it wrong." Well, well, yes. Public exposure, public indecency. But then what? I, I mean, aren't there porn videos out there where they do it randomly in public? Uh, here's or a dirt, is that literally here, here, a crowd of actors around? Here's, here's a dirty little secret. Those are all actors. The reason that <laughs> these quote unquote public ones, for the most part, from your studios, quote unquote. Yeah. They're done that way, like you said, for that riskier behavior, for that dopamine hit. Right. So then you're like, oh. So you're, you're you're going you're taking that next person of their taste evolving into the more quote unquote adventurous, the risky side, yeah. Yep, and so they stage a fake risk. Mm-hmm. Just go to freaking Burning Man and just have an orgy with a bunch of people in the tent. I pass. I mean, same, but is that know. is that what you do? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, never going I'm to like, Burning Man. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? What I, I didn't I didn't know that Burning Man was. What the heck had that kind of stuff in it? Because oh. I remember hearing, I heard about Burning Man from this dude in Madison. Because there's an octopus-like thing there that had flames shooting out. Like, that sounds freaking sick. And then, like, I was like, man, these people look kind of scary here. And then I was reading up on it, and there's like, I heard about, read that there's like orgy tents and stuff. I'm like, that's okay. All right. Uh, yeah. You're like. And we're uh, done. <laughs> yeah, not not interesting. Yeah, so. I know. It's like on one hand, great, and then the other hand, you're yeah. like, oh no, no, I no, 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 fire no. and destruction of man-made, like I don't know, friggin' statues or whatever. It sounded sick. And then and what's going was, on behind the statue? You're like, eh, I'll pass. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I hope that's not going behind. Well, it could be going on anywhere. I don't know, but yeah, no, mm. no huh? Mm-mm. All right, yeah, so. I, yeah. So what? As I say, Johnson, do you have anything else you'd like to add or Brewer? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I have a quote at the end, but okay. I want to hear if you guys have anything that you uh-huh. guys want to add first. I don't know. I I guess with my experience of watching porn in my past, I don't know. It's been so destructive, and nothing good comes from it. Like I mean, I le- I love how people <laughs> tense. Thirty seconds of pleasure, and then yeah, that's and it. Then it. But even after and that, then, you're you're just like, well, hey, you well, know. Well, I say the immediate after effects are guilt, shame. Yeah, at least as being claiming to be a follower of Christ, it's just like what the. But heck even am besides I doing? that, like let's say you're you're on there for an hour or something, you know. Let's say you're on there for a while. You sit there and you get done, and you're like, oh, I could have done a whole lot more with my time. <laughs> there's that too yeah but then i think of how much more i could have done with my time for a lot of things besides porn <laughs> i just like how people that sounds no, really no. bad no 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 it's a oh. thought i had that i am not sharing right oh, now okay <laughs> i just like i like okay. how people a lot of people out there are just like and, and i mean uh, you know porn also kind of goes along the lines on, on random hookups too you know you have that dopamine hit of being with someone someone oh, yeah. new there's different different things that the person brings to the table you know stuff like that so i i like how people are like oh sex is just sex no it ain't like if the if the cold hard truth of what these actors go through what these actors see how do you know what they go through or see 
<laughs> How do you know it? They don't. I don't. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We need to recap this on another episode so, to talk about the psychological and physical effects of pornography on the actors. Like, I think it'd be really interesting to learn. See, I I don't know because I mean okay. that's the thing. This, I've I mean I've I've read uh, about why people would want to get into it, and this one chick just loves the whole thing of having sex, and she loves being a porn star. And like, now ask her ten years from now. I guess I'll have to. Look we'll have to find her. <laughs> Careful how you look her up. Uh huh. Yeah, let's um, say. Uh, but no, like, um, with- just quick snippet. Yeah. Um, the uh, sexual assault cases that never get touched. Um, the uh, overdosing, the drug overdosing, the that's- random deaths that cannot be explained. Um, the I feel like uh, that's- how some feel trapped because they feel like their only self, their only worth is in having sex, performing on on screen. Um, how some of them were pre. I say entered into it because they were sexually abused as a child. So they felt like all they were good for was sex. Being used as an yeah, object. Yeah, mm-hmm. as a thing. What about human trafficking and how some of the people that are on there are actually people who get abducted and these home videos are actually people trying to make some coin on these people that have been abducted? Yep. Um, I mean, there's so many things. And you don't see much negativity about it besides, you know, oh, hey, your, your wife or your girlfriend found out you were watching porn. Now she's all upset. Like, that's really all you hear when it comes to the negative sides of it. And it clearly shows that there is plenty more behind it that is being covered up. And you can just look at news articles and stuff. Yeah. They'll do tidbits on it. But there's a lot more juicy information that goes against the porn industry. And it just has to be found. Sounds so. like a lot of arguments against uh, for banning porn. That's what those sound like. Yeah. That would be. But Why did you is- bring that up earlier? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have any information in hand. You so. don't have to have all the stats, but you, but some of the stats you yeah, brought up are good yeah. arguments. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And there's probably more I'm not even thinking about, too. Just I can't even think about yeah. adding that to my, my... Well, you can throw in the uh, the whole argument of, you know, the fact that the average age of a kid being exposed to porn is around eight. Like, do you really want your kid watching... You know, two adults go at it, or would you rather them be in the backyard throwing the baseball around? I'd rather them be in the backyard throwing the baseball around. Well, think about this on a human level, okay? Johnson, your nephews. <gasps> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, now imagine yeah. imagine all your nephews and nieces, right? You know them, right? But the sure. average age of a child being exposed to porn is around eight years old. So who's eight? Don't say older. their name. Okay. But imagine that, that. And again, not necessarily that they intentionally sought out that they might have sought by accident because they were searching for or their a friend superhero or their friend showed them, an older friend <laughs> or a friend's <laughs> older brother. <laughs> I've got a story. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, you both said it at the same time. I know. I think I know this story. What What did Brewer show you? No, t- it wasn't show, me. Point on this doll where he touched you. <laughs> it was terrible. No, this, no this, is, this is before me. No, this is. And watch it involves you. <laughs> yeah. What? Josh okay. is going to turn me into a monster. Anyways, um, Johnson, your story. Story time with Johnson. Oh no, this doesn't have to do with me. I got to take make this quick. It is the the nephews. Oh boy. Oh boy. Are you sure it's you want to put that? Well, hey, no, Aaron, what is this? I'm just talking about you know when you have kids you know looking for stuff. Uh-huh. How it pops up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were looking at you know like um, Pokemon and stuff like that, and different Pokemon oh, on no. YouTube. Mm-hmm. And like they like it was like if Pokemon were real life, so try to make a realistic image of the Pokemon. Right. Yeah. And then obviously recommended. Yeah, of course there's girls 
dressed up as Pokemon characters showing all their bust and all that great stuff in the video. And like That's the one thing I don't look forward to with YouTube in the coming years. Well, it's, go on. Yeah, so I I was just thinking I was like, man, this uh, that I don't know how many years was that a couple years ago or just a year ago. I mean, it wasn't that long. Ago. Right, it was more kind of but, recent, but it's like. <sighs> but so mm-hmm. as of January first, twenty twenty, everyone who has a video on YouTube has to go through and mark either their entire channel or video by video if it's safe for children or not. Yeah. Now, and how do you so do that? How do you well, dictate what's safe and it's not? Well, no, safe. it's not that. I guess it's like so for no. There's kids. guidelines on it. There's actual yeah. legal guidelines. It's called COPA. Cool. Um, but so yeah, say a kid is on YouTube roaming around. I mean, is is it a feature that you have to set up on YouTube to make it right. only show? Yep. So you could set it up so that way, like okay. let's say the kid is logged in with their account, mm-hmm. and you could say only show kid approved friendly friendly stuff. Cool. Uh, there's also for like phones and that. There's a whole app called YouTube for Kids. That will only oh, show that stuff. Oh, go. interesting. So the other thing that they did was um, recently YouTube has also turned off. If your video is marked as child safe, it will you a you can't use like the mini player or play in the background, and then b it will not autoplay the next thing anymore on mobile. If it's child safe, yeah, just nice. so it doesn't stumble upon. Okay, yeah, all right. Just, I cool. like that feature. So, that's cool. so these are things that are happening. That's causing some backlash in the in the community because some people are feeling YouTube is being more restrictive than that. But that's a whole other, you know, that's a different thing. You know, I'm sorry, I don't want your your. I don't want to see your because because yes, that 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 exact thing was happening to kids. Or they would be watching like a Pokemon thing, but it would, and then they just go through, and then all of a sudden they're watching like a. A creepy pasta of Pokemon murdering other Pokemon, yeah. you know, and eating their entrails. <laughs> you know, happy yeah. tree friends. That too. Yeah. So yes, there are some changes. And if you haven't gone through as a YouTube creator and updated your settings for either your channel or video by video, YouTube just like, okay, you're not your videos won't be shown, period. That's good. Um, so yeah, there's and that. By the way, we're marked as not safe for children. Good. Yeah, we ain't <laughs> safe for your kids. Uh uh-uh, we dangerous. Aaron, real dangerous. Only, <laughs> only Aaron is when he's watching Aaron his porn. Aaron, white gangster, <laughs> oh dangerous. Gosh, what? Yes. Um, but uh, so no, yeah, I, and I guess for the last things to say is yeah, it's just been damaging. Damaging. Wow. I mean, I guess it, it is porn been damning. is damaging. It, wow, I can't freaking talk. Damning, <laughs> damaging. Yeah, both. Yeah, it's both yeah. of those things. Um, <laughs> so I'm just combining it. It's a new word. Yeah, I made it up. Damaging. Yes. I can't say it. Yeah, you ain't my I, I, have, I have a question for you, Mr. Johnson. Yeah. And you may choose to answer or not answer. Your choice. Okay. And let me prepend it with this. There's no long story with this. Just I'll prepend it with this. So at this table, me and Brewer have ever accountable installed. Have you thought about reinstalling? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. Oh, yeah. I meant to get in that earlier. Anywho, um, I have yeah, I have thought about it. I just haven't done it yet. I'd like okay. to. Because well, I and I know because you I can't remember I if I said that it's not helpful that's yeah, not true you did okay I yeah did. I, you did okay I guess it's it's and not that, that it's not helpful it's for me I I didn't want my fear of you guys seeing it and like you guys seeing it me being feeling like an idiot about it I wanted that to be between like a me and God kind of thing and not just like well I'm not gonna watch it because then Josh and Paul are gonna see but Aaron what the heck you doing and Why, so, it's there. But that, that, no, it, that, that, there's that yeah. trust thing, you know, you're not sharing. And what I'm saying is you're not just sharing with people you don't trust. If you don't trust one of us, then pull us off the list. 
Yeah. Oh no, it's not that. It's you, not that. Because you, you. you explicitly have to add us to the list. Yeah. No. Yeah. I can't see anything on yeah. your profile. Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying it's not. It's it's not the. It's mm, other people seeing that I messed up with that. Yeah. You just don't and like that in general. Being, no, it's it's me being concerned that you guys see it more. Being it's me being more concerned that somebody else sees I'm screwing up with this, other than God knowing I'm struggling with. Yeah, because because we never ever share our screw ups with one another ever. Nope. I'm being facetious oh. there. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, are, are you afraid that we'll see what you saw and it'll trip us up? No, no, oh. that's no. It's, I was going to say I don't even think we can. I think if something does come me, across, it's blurred out anyways. It's me feeling bad for the wrong reason. Uh, you're feeling bad. You, you, I don't want you. I don't person. want you guys to be my motivation. So, motivation to not right. watch. Porn. Well, it, it's not that we're your motivation. No, it's yeah. where you're okay. Aaron messed up. Just check in on him. What's going on? And it's not yeah. a hey, Aaron. I see you screwed up. Ha 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 ha. It's Aaron. No, I no. Or and it's not Aaron that. screwed up. All right, Paul. You and I let's hang out together for the next three weeks while we no. shun him. Again, that's not it. So that's, what you're saying is that yeah. you, at, at that point you were wanting to be the opposite of transparent. No, no. He, I, he, I, I would us, rather you should let us try to figure this out. Hang on, I think I, I don't this. watch because you're uh, gonna take forever and we're no, wasting not, time. No, now. Not. All right, ready? All right, oh go. My gosh. All right. So what he want? He doesn't want us. He doesn't not want to watch porn for us. He wants to not watch porn for God. Okay, that's that's literally what I just said. Yes, but I got it now. Anyways, because okay. <laughs> I, I would, I would, if I did it, I would still open up to you guys about it, and that also becomes a thing where it's like, okay, am I going to be willing? Am I going to be obedient? Where instead of you guys just automatically seeing I screwed up with it, am I going to be open and honest with you about doing that? And kind of thing and being obedient work is i mean we're told to confess you know our sins right. to one another in order to help you know you know growth and stuff like that so that also is another thing for me but i guess now at this point i'm i guess i'm kind of back to where i was when i first thought about and when i first did it where it's like it's just i mean it's good tools just get you out of it i guess quicker yeah. in a sense and that's or at least watching it and that's more self-conscious about it quicker. Which yeah. and, and that's why I, I wrote back back in the day. I was like, Yeah, it's ultimately it's a tool. Yeah. You have to decide. Yeah. Yeah. So and yeah. That's I, why I wasn't like Johnson installed and installed. I know, I, I know I you're not like, using this to so you like, can look at it and not feel bad about it. I was just it. like, okay, that's that's Johnson's call. That's yeah. your call. That's I don't care. So that's ultimately a tool. I'm not gonna sit here and call you a tool. And hit you over the head with a hammer or anything. It's I'm a tool that listens to tool. Yeah. Okay. You're a two on one tool. <laughs> All right. Anything else to I'm sorry, I put you on the hot seat there. Oh Jack. no, that no, that's I no, that's and, good. And anything else you want to add um, before I hand it over to Brewer? No, nah, it's yeah, it's just for me it's destructive both with of me of how I think of myself, because I've found like well, I haven't recently found it's always happened, but it's like after falling into that temptation of sin it's like immediately i'm like oh you're a piece of trash and then i just like hate myself for the next however long it i let it last yeah that and then i mean it has a huge impact on just i guess relationships well friendship relationship whatever with females it has an effect on that of like how just i guess making it more awkward yeah it can be and it just can 
destroy the ability of being able to have grow in a relationship with a, another, uh, I guess, a female. I guess for my I, case, it would be a female. I say <laughs> it, it, it can also be damaging because mm-hmm. it's funny. Girls know when we look. They know when we're looking at them in a wrong way. Some do, not all. Um, but well, yeah. some are too concerned on themselves. Um, whereas others that are more aware of the surroundings, they they can tell. I mean, when you have someone that's real open to you, and if you're really in porn, mm-hmm. she's going to start to sense something's off because your your intent of viewing her is not her; it's her. So, uh, I mean, uh, I think yes. you know, like you're saying, if me damage your relationships, and I think people don't realize. Um, no, I agree with Aaron. I think it's uh, it's damaging. There's really no good outcome that comes from it. I mean, you can sit there and try to defend it all you want, but it does make money. Uh, yes, it does. Yeah, that's it's, it's making less money nowadays, which due to free. free porn sites, but and probably pirating and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, There's but, a lot of pirating. I mean, I I I liked how a coworker talked to me today. He was like, "Dude, stay single." He said, "I I just think he has a very rough marriage," but he's like, "Stay single." You won't be able to get any more women if you get married. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't want more women, though. I want one. I want one that I can come home to, you know? And, and that's, and that's you know, where I'm kind of in the line with banning porn because I want to be able to stay focused on one person. And right. with that ability to access porn, I always have to be checking myself. And I always have to be, um, you know, if there's a movie where there might be nude scenes in it, do I even watch it or is that going to cause me to stumble and think wrong or, you know, I mean, it's like, I honestly would like a life to where I couldn't open up my phone, deactivate some stuff and then jump into it. And, and you know, I, you know, it's just like, it's kind of like that fear that it's right there, even though you have to choose to go to it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ever accountable makes it, it's a good barrier. It really is. And, you know, even, you know, with me turning on, um, the uh, the screenshot thing, you know, it's it even makes you think even more. It's like, hey, you know, are these images gonna get caught? Even though they might not be bad, should you even go towards this way? So it kind of helps to put even more of a barrier in there. And um, my other phone, I just recently turned screenshots on on that. I mean, I don't really use it, but it's sitting in my drawer, so I turn screenshots on that. You know, so that way, nothing that I do on that phone won't be spotted by you guys. So I. It it sucks. It really does. I don't know if you can ever actually overcome the temptation of porn. It's one of those not a destination until you reach heaven things. It's a journey type thing yeah. where you're going to continue to have to improve yourself. Unfortunately, say, overcome overcome the temptation probably not, but overcome giving into yeah probably yes. But yeah, and, but and that's that, take time, and that's the difference. Of, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think we'll ever get to a point in the world unless we go under dictatorship uh, where porn will be bad. Uh, banned. I just said <laughs> porn will be bad. Wow. Where it will be banned. It is bad. Uh, yeah. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't. No. And you, with, you know, how the Bible ends the world, if anything, I see it becoming something that everybody's supposed to be a part of. One day. You know, you'll have little Johnny born at 2.04 a.m. by 3 o'clock. AM, he'll be in front of a screen watching porn wow. just to desensitize him to the world. Get him ready. Yep. Start him young. Anything else, Mr. Brewer? No, that'd be it. Okay. Uh, for me, I would have to say I, 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 it's going to be a lifelong thing, and I don't 
see it ever getting easier. Uh, as far as the number of bombardments coming every day. Oh yeah, absolutely. But not. that's where you have to control your mind more than anything. But that being said, we would appreciate it if you left us a review at ratethispodcast.com slash words. It will give you the device-specific links for whatever device you access that URL on. So that way you can leave us a review on iTunes, on Podchaser, or various other locations, depending, again, where you're coming in from for you. And I figured I would leave this with this last quote, because this is from Crosswalk.com on this issue. And this kind of summarizes my thoughts on this in regards to church. Accepting the fact that at least half of Christian men, pastors, music ministers, missionaries, and those in children's ministry included, have an issue with porn is a big pill to swallow. We want to see the church in a positive light. We don't want to picture little Jenny's daddy relieving himself to pictures of naked women or men. We don't want the problem to be this big because the church is in serious trouble, if it is.